Let me read to us our text for today in Psalm chapter 3, verses 1 to 8. Good morning and welcome to our God's Word for today, devotional. Psalm chapter 3, verses 1 to 8. O Lord, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me. Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him in God. Selah. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill, Selah. I lay down and slept. I walk again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. Selah. David, who wrote this psalm, declared that the Lord is his shield, glory, and the lifter of his head. This is David's lament about his son's Absalom rebellion. If you have your Bibles with you, that is the heading that this was written by David when his son Absalom rebelled against him. And this account we could read in the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 15. Many, in fact, according to verse 6, thousands have sided to his son, Absalom, and David became a fugitive. He was running for his life in the wilderness, and he was helpless. In Second Samuel chapter 17, verse 1 to 3, it tells us of Ahithophel, who was asking Absalom to allow him to take 12,000 men to pursue David until David became so tired and discouraged. 12,000 men, that's a struggling number of troops to hunt him. They were scouring and the whole wilderness just to find David, and they were taunting. In verse 2, they said, there is no salvation for him in God. He cannot escape. Let me ask this one of us today. Are we pressed in a corner where there seems to be no way out? Are you in a situation that it seems that you are in a pit or you are in a corner? You are in a situation where there is no way out. The way out is always up when we look unto the Lord. Salvation belongs to the Lord, according to verse 8, as David wrote. In human perspective, David was hopeless, but he affirmed that God is his shield, glory, and the lifter of his head, as he said this in verse 3. I think what we can learn here is this. When we are stripped of everything, he stripped you of everything, but there's nothing that they cannot get away from you, and that is your opportunity and privilege to pray. They can take away everything in our lives, but we can pray to God. You see, Daniel was stripped of everything. He was thrown to the lion's den, but still inside the lion's den, he was praying and God was with him. Joseph was stripped of everything, but he can still pray and hope unto God, who is the lifter of his head, his shield and his anchor. 
David lifted up unto the hill from where his help comes. In summary 21 verse 1, our help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. The Lord and nobody else was his comfort. This is the same confidence that David has expressed earlier when he was younger. When the time he confronted the giant Goliath. Courageously, he called out Goliath. And we can read this in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 45 to 47. He said to Goliath, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hand. This is the kind of confidence that David had. Because of his trust to God, David was able to sleep and wake up through the sovereign God's watching eyes. He said, I slept and I rise up again. Fear has no grip to his praying heart. He who fears God has nothing else to fear, as one says. Who are these wicked men who defies or who defy against God? Now it is true that our confidence, our trust in God is the one that will determine how courageous we are, like David. He has no fear even for thousands here. Now, it does not mean that the temptation to fear is removed. It's only that the truth has set him free. That though how real are the threats, yet God is real also in his life. What does this mean for us today? Today, we can likewise confidently bring everything to God in prayer. Do you have some needs? Are you having some difficulties in your life? You are pulled in different directions. You are tempted really to worry, to fear. The enemy is taunting, taunting you. Let's not be hopeless. Let us hope unto the Lord. Let's pray unto the Lord. As Paul exhorted us in Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7, Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What an invitation for us not to worry about anything, but bring everything in prayer. And the promise of God is that the peace of God, that we don't know where it comes from, it is un. It is something that we cannot comprehend. It passes all understanding. It cannot be invented by man. And this peace will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We may not be surrounded by wicked men and enemies today like David. However, we may be are bombarded with trials and afflictions. Are we not? Like what Jesus said in John 16 verse 33. He said, in this world, you shall suffer tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The promise of God is that he will never leave us nor forsake us. So let's remember here that we are fighting from victory. 
as the apostle says in Romans chapter 8, verse 37, Paul says, We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Salvation is of the Lord. Glory to his name. Let us pray. Father, we thank you that this morning we can claim as David also claimed that you are our shield, our protector and the lifter of our head. You are our God who can protect us and preserve us. And thank you, Lord, that nothing can separate us from anything from your love. And thank you, Lord, that your dealings with us is not that you will not allow us to face hardships, but despite the hardships that you allow, we know that you are there and that you are going to help us and strengthen us so that we will know how to trust you and grow in the process to be more like you. Thank you, Lord, for the gospel. Thank you that because of what Christ did at the cross, because of what he had proven at the grave that he rose from the dead, his victory is ours, Lord. We are more than conquerors in Christ. Let it be that we will live up to this truth today, wherever we are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.